is up, everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of your favorite sports betting podcast. That's right. It is Jump the Sharp. Your host here, Brian Hollywood, hanging along with co-host, the Woodman, David Woody. What's up, handsome? Hey, hey, hey. We're here for another week. We had a little bit of a stumble last week. I gave you the double, two-star, two-unit bets. Uh, hit one of them. So, for, you know, but unfortunately, uh, the Tigers couldn't go ahead and pull out the third pick for me. But Woody held his own. We went ahead, uh, went ahead with a three-and-three three week. Um, like we say, when we stumble and fall, it's normally barely a contusion. Yeah. Maybe a, a tiny scrape that doesn't draw blood, but... Uh, we're going to get back at it this week. I'm a little pissed I off. I always feel good about that. You know, like it was a, on a bad week, we're three and three. Like, I'll take that, you know? And then I think about like, how many times have we gone one and five or oh and six? I think none. Yeah, I, I'm two and four seems to be the worst that I can remember. I'm if, sure we had a one and we five. We've never, five, ever, ever had an oh and six week. No way. I can say Definitely that not. Sure. I could say that for sure. And if we had a one and five, it was probably once. Yeah, I don't. And it was probably the first season. You're going to win money listening to this goddamn show. Yeah, baby. That's right. Three, um, three, you know, come on, guys. We're all right. For sure. I'm just pissed because of the way the Rays lost. Uh, if that Sorry, just would have won alone oh, with man. the two-unit bet, like going one-to-one, one, just two solo shots the whole game. And, and I had tailed you on it, dude. I put two fuck. unis on there, man. Unreal. I was with you. I was with you. They should have. Look, they're such a better team. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. McClanahan did his thing, but this Luis Castillo. He fine. McClanahan was good. He did great. But uh, we'll talk about this little it's prick Castillo again. Man. Spoiler alert. We'll talk about that J-bag uh, a little bit later in the oh show. Oh, my gosh. Really? <gasps> you looked at me like, uh-oh, I might talk about him, too. No, we'll see. Oh, that's okay. That's the one I was going to do. Remember really? I said I had one I was going to do right before we started recording. All I said Literally was five seconds before I, I said I had one I was really, really thinking about, and I bet you were on it. And it turns out, look at him. He was. I told him I didn't think so. We know each other well. We know each other Yeah, but the thing is... I'm not on it in the way you think, and I'll explain in a little bit. Um, okay. You know I couldn't. I, mean? I wound up not taking it at all because I just couldn't. Oh, good for you. <laughs> I, I talked myself out of it is what I'm saying. Good deal. Good deal. Well, you might want to talk yourself into something, and that is America's favorite segment. Mm. You know what I mean? What, Woodman? What are we drinking? A little bit of the okay. bubbly. little boring this time. Hopefully yours is more interesting. I'm back yeah. to I'm back to an old standby on this show. Probably the the beer we've drank the most on the show. Maybe I don't know if it is. It's up there. Probably is. It's the old wrench oh, from see, I'm Industrial so Arts uh, Brewing Company. I had one left in the fridge. Mm. It's been in there for a while. You drank my last torque wrench on Sunday. By the I way, did, I did. I did. I drank it. I was I was in your pool. In Asshole. Fact. Yep. And uh, but uh, let me just see what I can. Mm. That sounds like a wrench right there. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, uh, nothing needed to be said about it other than that it's delicious. If you guys have been listening to us this long, you probably all tried it. It's It's very good. It's the top top three beer of all time for me. You like that? I do. I I agree. I I really, it's, there's something very, very special about it. And every time I try a new hazy IPA, I'm hoping it'll taste kind of like a ranch. (laughs) (laughs) That's where you put it. Right, it's where you put it on the pedestal. Yeah, man, it's on My the man. pedestal. And uh, yeah, show me it. Just let me see it. Let yeah, me see well, your wrench, if you will. Yeah, you know I mean, here, here we go. That uh, that's really. what she said, right? Oh, baby, look at that, that thing! Look at that wow, beauty. that's a pretty thing. Uh, we hope one day, not in the 
too distant future, ladies and gentlemen, that we will be getting video of this podcast live. Hence, you know, I didn't even say I jumped a sharp on Twitter, but yes, on Twitch as well. In the industry, do they call that a simulcast? I believe it is. It's kind of true. Yes. That might mean something else. I'm not quite sure. I guess we're in the industry now just because of that. You know what I mean? Is that um, true? No. I mean, I don't even know if that's the correct use of the word simulcast. Uh, I think it has to do. I guess no, that's technically it. Well, no, because we're not double live video. Yeah, I don't think so. We're doing a recorded. Yeah, I think it's wrong. Yeah, I think you're not that. I don't know. Thanks for nothing. I'm gonna go ahead and and if you if you heard me talk about the other half brewery uh, with that Kawilko, Manawayo, and Moana, and you know Ivan Etniage or whatever the hell it was. um, Have you seen Moana? You seen that movie? Moana is. Low key, my favorite Disney movie of all time. It's fantastic. I don't want to say low key, high key. But I haven't seen. I'm like Brian's probably seen a lot of children's films. Now I didn't as of six years ago. I didn't no. know any of them. No, right. But now you probably have seen a bunch. Yes. I haven't seen very many, but I've seen that, and it is dynamite. It's Fanta- so good. I've I, told I, full I really, grown yeah. males, single males, <laughs> go ahead and crack open a wrench or three. <laughs> and just sit and watch Moana. Stay in on Friday it's, night. Honestly, it's incredible. You had a it's long day wonderful. of work. It's gonna, it's gonna make you smile. You're it's gonna. It's the best. F- it's amazing. See, absolutely. The Rock is just awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fantastic. But definitely one of my top five animated movies of all time, probably. Um, but uh, I guess Disney. I, I say Disney, but I don't really know that much Disney, like old school. I don't really have an affliction or affection, I guess I should say, for the old school Disney stuff, like people. Uh, our age grew up in the eighties and stuff that loved, I don't know, land before time or yeah. fucking, you know, I don't know the one with the pasta and the dogs making out. I don't fucking know, you know, but lady in the tramp. Yeah. Yeah. Lion King. I saw, I didn't really, never really did anything for me as a well, kid. I like the music. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's, there's, there's things to like, I think about a lot of them, but like, uh, like the really old ones too. Like I, I found them very creepy. Like there's a lot of, um, a lot of dicks. Well, like if you look at like, for example, Pinocchio, it's like a lot of it's about like human, tra- like child trafficking and stuff like that. It's like, How about that? Hmm. I'm not really interested in that. You know, it's got a big nose for a dick too. I <laughs> Why is there a lot of dick talk in old Disney stuff? You ever hear about that? <laughs> I don't like know. if you seriously, like if you look in the animation, you like see random cocks in the drawing and stuff. I don't know if people are just trying too hard and want to see cock, but I mean, kind of feels like that might be the case. I don't know. Be. Uh, or, or the like, why why would why would a uh, animationist, if you will, I don't know, um, want to go I ahead and just really, sneak a little dick back there? Really pulled. What are you drinking off the rails when I talked about Moana? I apologize. Yeah, we didn't think. As someone who loves the movie, and uh, uh, this is not the way I thought it would go. So I'm embarrassed. But nevertheless, <laughs> I'm going to take this to. I was talking about. Uh, is it because I said to Ruweko Moweka and you went Moana? How about yes. that? Nevertheless. Other half brewing company. I'm going to try another one. Uh, actually, I had a sip of this. Muscles Marinara, our beer connoisseur, had the full uh, pound piece when it comes to this. But this is called 11 Pounders. Speaking of pounds, uh, that was not a shot at Russell. That sounded terrible because it was a pounder, I meant. And I said pound piece. Love you, Russ. My word. Let me just hit Donovan again. I'm embarrassed. Uh, this is called 11 Pounders by other half. It is an IPA, of course. Mm. Uh, the one thing I remember about it, because Russell was also in the pool that day, and we went ahead and I, I asked him, you know what? Let me just get a little sniff of that. Took a little swig. 
Uh, he had it out of the can, so I don't really haven't seen the consistency. But you know, it passes the litmus test. It's got the that beautiful kind of citrusy darkness, opaque. Uh, but I do remember it being like a carbonated kind of taste. So I'm going to see what I got here. Mm. The the tangents of our conversations are like the yeah. are like the tendrils of a of a climbing plant. You know, how about that? This is a great show so far. Listen, that is really good. I probably it, it it's like if if what do they call white claws? Yeah, it's like if white claw made a wrench. Okay, uh. you know what I mean. So it's like a seltzer kind of a. It's carbon. It's way carbonated. Okay, it's, um, it's good. I like beers that are super carbonated. I actually do like that. Well, you would probably love this, uh, and it's a shame you didn't have it because they were here the other that day. But, Bloody hell. Uh, you took my really good one, though, asshole. Uh, but this is really, uh, yeah, bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. As Jericho might say. But I dig it. I'll go 3.75, maybe 3.5, actually. Like, I like it. It's got the taste, but it's so bubbly that it's like, it tastes like a seltzer almost. It's really odd. So that's that. So maybe you would dig that. But... um. We like to have a nice time together on the pod. <laughs> we like to loosen our tongues a little bit before we get going. And God forbid the next time we do this in person, look out, Woodman. Right? I know. I mean, listen, I've already used the word tendrils. I mean, just think where we're going to go next. You know, Things you haven't used the word bloviate in a while. And I wonder if that's only for football season because that's no, my I favorite. Think it's, I think I'm letting you have it. You know, you yeah, like, you've you really been using kind of, it and I don't. You I, passed I don't, the deed on. Yeah. I don't want to be selfish. You know? Yeah, you, you got your own vocab, so there's, you, you, you'll there's, find something else. There's plenty more to go around where that came from, baby. Most of them, I'm just looking up, like, like kind of like where, where the webcam is, where you can see me looking at you. Sometimes you'll say a word, and my eyes go maybe a quarter centimeter over the webcam, and I'm just kind of staring into nothing. You're like, what the fuck? I must have used a big word there. So if I can't catch it, I'm not going to use it. But bloviate's fun to say, and I'm still not sure what it means, but no, I'm kidding. Yes, you are. We're, we're um, I do watch sometimes for the eye roll. If I get a, if I get an eye roll, <laughs> I know that I I'm have not an eye roll uh, guy. Am I? Well, about I that. listen. Me with the big words is it's a it's a really bad habit. You know, it's a really bad habit. Mark Twain said it best. He said, "Never use a big word where a small one will do." That's really good. That's like rule number one for writing. If you want to be a writer. Never use a big word where the small a small word will do. That's not uh, bad so at all. I should stop with the. That makes me feel words. great about my overall vocabulary. It should because you know I mean? my my big vocabulary is mostly useless. I really there's mostly no use for those words. I should just shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, come on now, <laughs> give yourself a little credit here, Woodman. I'll give myself credit for going two and one last week. That was cool. All right, that's not bad at all. Thanks for shitting on me a little bit more on the way out. Now, let me go ahead and get my revenge this week. Folks, we're uh, looking at a very slow, or not slow, but I, uh, uh, we got slim pickings this week. When we do a show early, we're, we're, we're sneaking in some action because we're very yeah. excited about the Open Championship, the British Open, uh, uh, as is incorrectly called, apparently. But um, it definitely used to be called that. I don't know yeah. what it is now. Yeah, <laughs> It's just straight up the Open Championship. So fuck every other Open, apparently. This is the Open Championship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, It starts literally roughly four hours from when we're recording this on Wednesday night. So our picks and anything we talk about 
you know, will probably still be very active as far as the odds because the majority of the higher end players don't tee off till later. Um, but if you get well, this and, early, giddy up. And folks, uh, sorry to interrupt you, Brian. And folks, you know. we'll be we'll be honest. Like we considered making some other picks uh, regarding the the open, and we didn't because we figured by the time you hear this those might not be on the table. So we're trying to give you ones that will still be there. You know, so. one thing I didn't even, yeah, I mean, unless you know, the folks non-stateside here, the show, it'll be perfect. They'll be ready for it. But <laughs> non-stateside, can you imagine? Yes, that? our European friends. That's right. Right. All around the world. Fucking I, you know? Now let's just say what it is. Stateside. Well, fucking say what it is. Mom and dad, listen. Okay. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, uh, so Slim Pickens in baseball. It's a Thursday Mondays yeah. and Thursdays in baseball can be a little bit slower. Days off for for these teams with the three game series is kind of like the the day off between. Yes. Um, for much of this summer, remind me we should try to record on Thursdays for that reason. No, it's all we, good. No, I get it. I, honestly, two weeks ago I think we did a Wednesday, and that's when we banged it up big time. So yeah, that's true, huh? We can pound the shit out of it. Uh, we yeah. just got to focus in. And the thing is, we didn't have a major championship to go along with it in tow couple weeks ago this week we do and we're very excited about it which is awesome seeing how much you get excited about golf it really gets me pumped um i'm digging it man yeah man uh so we're going to talk about that we're also going to do a little fun piece later uh but with the slim pickings we're going to go ahead and hit you with two each in baseball okay we're going to get out of the gate here two each um there's probably only like i think there's seven games maybe mm. so We'll see what we do. Maybe we have an overlap. I know for one, we won't because of what the Woodman and I hinted at earlier. But right now, it is time. Let's get down to business. To get down to business, Woodman, as always, leading off playing center field. Let's see what you got. We'll be your number one pick of the week, David. Yes, sir. And just um, for the record, eight. There are eight games total. Uh, Although one of them is at noon. So I don't know if you have that one, but uh, our poor listeners might miss it. If you had, I don't, but I do have the one after it. So folks, uh, a lesson for, for you. Once this fucker drops, you better put it to the top of the list. Okay. So it looks like we have some overlap. Uh Oh, so what is your pick of the week? My pick of the week. My number one. Oh boy. Is Padres Rockies over. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. Over this is le- fun. Over 11 and a half. Uh, first of all, it's in Coors Field. You don't mm-hmm. need me to tell you that most games in Coors Field go over 11 and a half. The only reason I think it's a little low, like it's not like 13, is that um, I think both of these offenses haven't been playing a super great. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they're both teams have not been scoring a, a shit ton of runs. But I think that's going to change here. You know, first of all, you've got two lefties on the hill. Both of these teams have a lot of good right-handed hitters. I, that doesn't bode well for the pitching. Also, I, I jotted this little tidbit for you down. <laughs> Kyle Freeland and Blake Snell both have ERAs of almost five. So right there, I'm Correct. thinking 11 and a half is like almost a guarantee. You know what I mean? Uh, and then on top of which, I did I did a little math just to make sure I wasn't crazy and I wasn't seeing this wrong. I checked it out. I looked at their splits. No egghead numbers. Just the reg- This is just from ESPN.com. So they're both very flexible. <laughs> I looked at the the home road splits a little, and and it's 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 exactly what you would think, which is the Rockies are scoring six runs a game at home, almost, just about, just shy of six, uh, and that's against some much better pitching. Whereas Blake Snell. Not not good. Hasn't been good for three years. He's he's been really 
not very good for about three years. Just do me a favor. <clears throat> Go ahead and make your points. <clears throat> Just try and dumb down your anti-Padre points for a minute while you do well, it. Well, uh, no, I mean... If I was, I was, I was thinking about. No, I'm kidding. Go for it. No, no, I really was thinking about taking the Padres at minus one thirty-five. But then I thought, well, I'm even more confident that this game's just going to go over, and I get better juice, which is minus one ten. So give me the juice, minus one ten, uh, over. But if I had to choose, it'd be on the pods. That's you know, true. I love it. I love it. And one of my picks is uh, I'm just going to go ahead and this was my second, but I'm going to throw it in. Why not? You know, this is good radio here. Okay, you got to segue into it. Padres minus one thirty-four on. On FanDuel, I'm saving you a little uh, nip of juice there. That's not the official term. I don't know. But Padres money line. here's what I got. I Actually, my main point for this was that the over-under was 11 and a half. Yeah. And the reason why that, to me, bodes well for Padre, for the Padres is because the runs will be scored. Oh, so give me the team with more firepower. Yeah. That's all. You Fair know enough. what I mean? Straight up. Yeah. Um, and Snell, like you mentioned, struggling this year. But. Two earned runs in his last 11, his last two outings. So not bad. Last 11 innings pitch, I should say. Maybe he's figuring it out. Yeah, including a a win versus San Francisco. So maybe the the thing about that is I'm not saying Blake Snell's back to form from fucking, you know, 2018. I'm saying that Blake Snell has the talent. It's there. We'll see if he can tap into it. The Padres uh, have been up and down, shaky. But look, they got to win a couple before the All Star break here. I mean, they're still eleven games over five hundred. Basically, what it comes down to: San Diego good, Rockies bad. Rockies under uh, ten under uh, five hundred. San Diego eleven over five hundred. Yeah. So when two teams like that play, and I'm getting minus one thirty four on the fucking money line for the team that's eleven over, I'll take them. Uh, that's real great. quick, also, that's actually a Woody style pick in a way. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Freeland, you mentioned the, the pitcher for the Rockies, though he has been. Woo-hoo. giving up some run skis. All yeah. right, I'll tell you this. Ten earned runs in his last 12 innings pitched. Oh, jeez, I didn't see that. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, that all the more reason That's to good my for over. You. Yeah, exactly. take them both. Let's go Padres in the over tomorrow. I'm digging it. Or Love today, that. as you guys hear Let's it. make those two legs of a nice SGP, huh? Absolutely. And uh, we're going to tail it, too. Because on FanDuel, by the way, let me – oh, here's another thing. First of all, let me just say what just came to my mind. On FanDuel, because I mentioned uh, last week's show, because I had two picks, two of my three picks had to deal with the same game. It was an over-under, which hit, and then it was the line, the run line. And I was like, oh, well, you can't really, you know, I think on DraftKings still on that platform, because of that, we couldn't do a six-leg parlay. On FanDuel, you can. You can do the same game plus, which means, you know, you do a same game par for the two that had to deal with it, then... You just do regular picks for the other four. You can absolutely do it. So if we want it to do what we're saying, it's 100% possible, at least on FanDuel. Nice. I don't think DraftKings has graduated there yet. The other thing, Woodman, that I have found out, and I don't know if it's just me doing it by accident and finding something out that we have not known for a long time. Okay. Or if it's just me being very ignorant and I'm just not like not over Twitter and all and, and people have figured it out. But when we had our boy Birdman on the show, he even mentioned it, that uh, a, a little bit ago, FanDuel, for their bonuses, for their paybacks, okay, went from, if you bet whatever, 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 like on their dinger Tuesday, put $25 on a person to hit a home run, get $5 back for every home run in that particular game. Yes, which I love. That I used love to be, that. okay, four home runs were hit. Here's $20 bonus credit. 
use it as you wish. That's how it was. And you could bet a $4 here, $6 here, a $10 there and use it all up. Now it says bonus bets. And you get, when you look in your account or you highlight, it'll say you have a $20 bet. You have a $30 bet. And people are like, ah, shit, I really just wanted the money. I stumbled across something that I don't think FanDuel has really specified very well because it's amazing. What is you this? do have it. It's bonus money. It's not bonus bets. So what you do is you when you put in the, uh, the, 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 the choice you like, you highlight it, it shows up and it says use your free bet or bets, whatever it is. Save a $20 free bet. Highlight the $20 free bet. And in the what you wager box will be 20 automatically by you highlighting that free bet. You can then alter that money entered and it'll take that money out of the bet. So then you go you down still to, have 10, it to use make a 10 elsewhere. and then it'll say a $10 free bet after that. Got it. So I'm telling you, it's, I, I don't know if people know about that. Cause even Birdman was like, it sucks. FanDuel has changed their shit from bonus credits to bonus bets. And I thought the same and I accidentally did it yesterday for an open championship bet. And uh, I was like, wait a minute, what happened? And I had a $50 free bet. I was like, wait, what, what the fuck happened? I just put in a $15 bet. And then I went to my bets and it said $15 bet uh, credit use, like bonus or, or free bet use. And then I went and it said I have $35 left on it. I was like, holy shit, I think I just found a loophole or at least something that I don't, I don't think people know that. It's either a loophole or it's something that they've made difficult to notice on that's what i think probably on purpose if we're being honest that's actually true maybe that's the thing but i think that would be a lot of leeway there um in a a positive direction but nevertheless so that's a little side fact uh but let's also get another side fact which is a winner which is going to be out of the mouth of david woody for baseball so the first one um was that over it's minus 110 are you going plus side here well, here's the thing, buddy. Hmm. I, I would love to, but I've got a big plus as my as my third pick. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do oh, a minus one thirty five. I'm gonna do minus one thirty five here, which is what like similar to what your last one was, I believe. Yes, sir. And it's kind of a bold pick, but it's not really. <laughs> so the Braves are good. The Nationals are absolutely awful. Oh boy. And I'm gonna do the run line here, and it's mostly about one thing. Run line for the Braves to cover. Yes. Okay. It's I minus like, one. When you said when you said bold, I thought you were going nuts outright. No, like, oh, that's boy. insane. That would be insane. Then it wouldn't be minus one thirty five. What am I doing? No, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> um so Kyle Wright's going for the Braves. He's fine. He's pretty good. Uh this is about Annabelle Sanchez. Yeah. So Fucking Annabelle Sanchez sucks. has been he's been very bad for a long time. Yeah. But he also hasn't pitched in two years and is forty. Jesus. <laughs> What's the matter? Dude, what's the matter of being 40? I just turned 40. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you're not a major league. I think he's 39. But you're not a major league. I'm not. Don't, don't. You're not a major league pitcher, right? So nice. I mean, Um, I haven't tried very hard lately. Thank you. If if you needed anything extra beyond that, I'll just tell you, like, he wasn't very good his last few years either. Uh, (laughs) He's never been all that great right uh you know uh he's gonna be one of i these can't people. believe that name i thought i haven't i feel like i haven't heard that since it was the florida marlins yeah man i mean you know when he was good gonna, he's gonna finish his career with an era you know over four 
But but a lot of that is a little bit misleading because he had he was in the threes for all those years with the Marlins, but that's 15, 20 years ago, right? Or no, 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 sorry. 10 to 15 years ago. From from 10 years ago to 15 years ago, he was pretty good. He was pretty good, right? Um, in the last decade, though, he has been really not very good, right? Senior crappy. Um, you know, I mean, he last pitched in 2020. Um, he, he, he started 11 games, which is, you know, a third of the season. Uh, and he had a 662 IRA. That's the last time he played. Uh, why is he back? What's going on? I don't know why he's back. I guess they're just desperate and he just was, he's been trying to get a job and like, and you know, major league minimums a hell of a lot more than you get in the minors. So, I mean, why? And, and as a 40 year old too, but he I'm really should not be I'm back on, on top of which, if you needed anything else, which I can't imagine anyone does, that should be enough right there. Just mm. Annabelle Sanchez is pitching. He's horrible. He was never any good. And he hasn't pitched in two years and he's almost 40. But on top of that, the Braves are really heating up, dude. They're nine and three in their last twelve games. Yeah, they're gonna. And they, they, and they better been, not fuck my Twins, Mets. Yeah, uh, <laughs> division. And, and they've and they've been hitting. They've really they've been hitting all um, cylinders. Yeah, dude, that's a good team. It's good. They even have good like team defense. They run. And Albie's being out too. Like it's crazy. I know. I know. It is crazy what they've done. It's like last year they won the World Series exactly without their right. best player. It's unbelievable. Exactly right. Uh, so you know, look, uh, the Braves are heating up. The the Nationals are horrible, and poor Annabelle Sanchez probably doesn't get out of the second inning. Probably here. I mean, hey, what they say? They say you suck. <laughs> Uh, I feel like that's an easy one. That's easy minus one thirty-five. I love it uh, so much. I almost made it number one. I, I love it. I love when run lines are are money line like yeah. juice. Yeah, it's just so hitting you in the fucking face. Yeah, it's daring you. Yeah, you yeah, know? that is Vegas is daring you to take this right. Fucking minus one and a half. The, I mean, wow. I can't believe that that's who is pitching. What an amazing! I'm learning something here today that Anibal Sanchez is still a Apparently a major he, league pitcher. Well, he hasn't I been mean, for years. Five. Well, technically but tomorrow. He, as and, of tomorrow, he will be. Yeah. As of as of listening to this, he will Incredible. be. Uh, by by the time you next hear our voices, he will not be. <laughs> cut. <laughs> He'll be cut. Now, my first pick of the week. Now, in retrospecticus, if you will, is uh, I mentioned. And you know where this is heading. Uh, the 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 Reds Yankees. Uh, now yeah. you were probably just going to drill the Yankees. Um, that's maybe where you're thinking, and I like it too. I, I right was, now I considered it. I considered it. Wow, six five Reds, uh, top of the eighth as we're recording right now. If the Reds win the first two games of this series, yes, I will same game par Yanks probably run line, but maybe money line with the Padres, uh, Rockies over and Padres and then Atlanta and hit some money. But also, did I already say the over? Did I already mention my pick? It's the over. It's eight and a half. Like and the it. reason why I dig this is fuck you, Luis Castillo, okay? Sorry, let you, me just interrupt you. You please. can actually get it as over eight on DraftKings as of right now, right the second. It's Holy good. shit. Well, it went down. Over eight is the official. Over Giddy eight up. for minus 110. Make that the official. Holy fuck, really? I did that eight and a half at minus 105. I'll take over eight at minus 110 all day. Giddy up on that. Uh, but Luis Castillo did his thing against the Rays last week. Sure. I get it, okay? He yeah. ain't doing that shit to the New York Yankees. And guess why? Well, because the Yankees are pissed the fuck off, especially, and I'm kind of really hoping that they lose this 
uh, game tonight because, no, they're not going to go ahead and lose three in a row at <laughs> home to the Cincinnati fucking Reds. Not going to happen. All right. Not only that, but you got to realize how the Reds got ahead for uh, – even if, honestly, right now, top of the eighth, the Reds are up one. Even if the Yankees come back and win this, I'm still all over because, one, that would be a momentum swing anyway. But the reason why – here's a big thing. This is a Hollywood thing like none other, Woody. The Reds, in the second inning of this game, they were up one nothing. They got one off Severino in the first. Second inning, they got three runs. Do you know how they got those three runs? No. How about back-to-back-to-back home runs? Oof. All right? That alone is t- – and what did the Yankees do the next inning? They put up a five. Yeah. And now, credit to the Reds. They came back and put up two, and they're up 6-5 now. But – that pisses a team off and if they go down and even if they don't but especially if they lose uh last night as folks will hear this it's yankees time i'm actually talking myself almost into the run line anyway whatever that is but give me the over eight because the yankees are going to be you think that five i i'm going to say this right now bold pick that five piece that they put up in one run tonight they're going to do that again in one inning at least it'll be there. There will be a five run. No, I can't say that for sure. But nevertheless, I think the Yankees really come out and just pelt these motherfuckers. Uh, the games that Nestor Cortez, who's the Yankee uh, Yankee starter, is going to go. Oh wait, well maybe the Yankee starter will absolutely shut them down. Well, there's been seven or more runs scored in the last nine games he started. <laughs> so you're already almost at eight with just that, and six of those nine were nine runs or more. Um, so, I mean, I, I just think there's just going to be runs here. I think it's going to be, I'm, I might be live talking myself to a Yankees run line, but I gave you last week in that raised double, double, uh, bonus bet there, the two units spesh. I gave you how Luis Castillo ebbs and flows Well, he's ebbed too much. Now it's officially now an ebb, uh, ebb out. <laughs> if you will <laughs> differences between it's time to flow differences between playing there's a way big of tell me this Woodman. he played the tampa bay rays which is maybe the most docile team in baseball <laughs> just because they're always studly like not studly they're always solid but no studs yep they're always well coached yes but nothing flashy no so they're, they're, they're the ice man. Of they're the right. Teams. They, yeah, they, they are. So you have the Tampa Bay Rays coming to your town in Cincinnati, or you're on the road at Yankee stadium. <laughs> so I got to live and learn. You, you live from, from your bets that you lose, or you learn from your bets that you lose and you live to make another bet. And that's what I'm doing right here. Uh, Luis Castillo has blown up in games. And before the ebbing, he did that. And he's going to do it again. Um, I don't know if ebb is the actual positive side of ebb, the, the term ebb and flow, but I'm going to go ahead and go with it. Probably not, actually. <laughs> Flo's probably got a more positive connotation. Let me get out of this shit. Give me the Yankees. Uh, Reds game over eight now officially at minus 110. And fuck it. I'll make a third pick. God damn it. Give me the Yankees minus one and a half tomorrow. Official on the show. My official third pick of the week. Love that. 100%. I don't even know what it is. Let me look at it. Let me see who's got the better. I'll just say I placed the four pick parlay of uh, Padres money line over in the Padres Rockies game Mm -hmm. over in the Reds Yankees game and then the Braves run line. Okay. So that's a good that's a that's basically our four, you know, main picks here. 
and although you just changed up on me and are throwing me off, but nevertheless, uh, and it's over a thousand. It's plus one thousand and four. So Beautiful. that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty sweet, dude. I mean, the all f- those are four picks. You feel really, really good really about. good about my friend. You know, like that's nothing that I feel like is cutting it close here. You know what I mean? There's no none of those four is pushing the envelope. Hundred percent. So baseball's tough. It's tough. It's unpredictable. I get that, but like. Dude, on, on no, FanDuel, you no, pick no. you pick our five picks that we talked about. So you're looking at two picks in the Reds, Yankees, the over, and Yankees minus one and a half. You're looking at San Diego to win and the over 11 and a half. And then you look at Atlanta run line minus one and a half. On FanDuel right now, plus 1784. It's great. And listen, like I'll I get, be running I get with that, that not everybody don't, wants to do that because it, it does require five legs. I get it. I get it. And I get it. But like we've hit a couple of these this year. It's been really nice, man. Oh, it's been fun. I'm actually going to do the same, John, right now. I'm going to look and see. Uh, what did I just see? 1784. All right. And then we're going to do it live here with the Yanks and the over and then the Braves run line. And on DraftKings, whoa, once again, what did you say last week, Woodman? You said always go DraftKings when it comes to parlay. It seems like it's just always better juice. Ready for this? Plus 2163. It's a huge difference. It's almost 400. Wow. Of course, it's like four times your money. So that's where we're going to go. You know where else we're going to go? Off the rails for a little bit. <laughs> Is this where I got to pull up that picture you sent me? I sent him a picture, ladies and gentlemen. I saw something. That was, so what I, what I wanted to do is I thought that now that we're in the real dog days of summer, the all-star break's about to happen. We're really kind of dragging here, uh, and it's just going to be majority baseball content. We are Not talk for open. me because I love baseball, but I, I get that that's how some people feel. Yeah, uh, sure, for sure. The majority of people. I mean, look, I guess it July is, is really just a buffer for August when it comes to even preseason games. But yeah, I bet. Well, I guess the then, word uh, buffer. I guess a lot of people are super into college, and doesn't that start in August or is that more September too? I don't really. No, know. no, it's a, that's that's like the t- the thing is like you're not watching college preseason games. So <laughs> yes, right. normally the first game of college is maybe the last weekend in August. Okay. Uh, but sometimes into September, like very, very early September, depending on when it falls. But no. So, you know, everybody's just kind of waiting on the NFL or football in general. But us personally, the NFL, because of how we made our money uh, last two seasons or, or so. But we're going to go ahead and call this eff- eff- effectively because I said a buffer, but it's really a fluffer. You know what I mean? Let's call this the NFL fluffer segment <laughs> for the next few weeks while we're <laughs> Why do you get giddy about that? Tell me a little bit about the the word fluffer that makes you uh, chuckle, Woody. Oh, it's just it reminds me of the uh, fluffernutter sandwich. Oh, does it? Which I think it moves. Okay, all right. If that's the thing, that's what you think it is. Well, then we'll get all fluffernuttered up here. And the reason what I what happened here, and, and this came out of nowhere. Weird things come into my mind. Yeah, you know, uh, we could even maybe take it oh this this route here. You know. Oh boy. Fluff me, daddy. Oh, no. Give it to me hard. <laughs> Will do. Which one was actually live? Holy fuck. I got to write that down. Fuck. I said I wanted to get like a music background for that. What, what, what time is Okay. 35 minutes. And wow. I'm even writing fluff me daddy. Holy shit. <laughs> you were asking for it. That one's true. That's what she said. Oh, wow. Um, nevertheless, so we got the NFL fluffer here. And what it is, is each week I want to just do something random. It's, it has nothing to do with batting. We just, you know what we like to do? We like to, and by we, I'm including you fine folks listening to this. We like to talk football. Who doesn't like to fucking talk football? 
So I figure let's do a little football talk. And uh, ironically enough, I saw on Twitter a day or two ago just this picture from FanDuel. Now, I mean, they're not the end-all be-all with opinions and all, but people love to just, as we hinted on earlier, bloviate about (laughs) certain things. And this got me. And it was literally just a picture of every NFL team's logo. And it said, the GOATs. And it was saying who the greatest of all time was on each individual team. And I immediately took a snapshot. I dimmed my eyes. I broke it in half. I sent him half of them, and I kept the other half. And I want to see if we can guess or agree with who they – I've already deleted, by the way. If you want to look – here, I'll even show you. on. There's all these pictures, and I already deleted because this one's mine. So you have yours, right? Got it, yes. So I want you – there's, what, 32 teams in football, so we'll have 16 each. Just go with your top, then I'll go with mine, then we'll just go right on down. And I just want to see if you can guess – who at least they thought was the team's goat. Oh, that's and I fun. can guess. Okay. All right. So why don't you go ahead first? Who's your first team there? Okay. The first team here is the uh, Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals would be Larry Fitzgerald, probably. Correct. I mean, that is who ding, else? Ding, 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 the ding, only ding. one that came to mind would be, um, Oh man, now I forgot his name. They had a cornerback back. Oh, Aeneas Williams, I believe his name was. Uh-huh. That's the only one that I would come to mind. But no, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, it's Larry. Yeah, yeah, it's the right pick for sure. Uh all right. Uh the Raiders. So whichever implement of the Raiders. This one is not really this is kind of rough. I think a lot of people would say Bo Jackson. Yeah, you know what's funny? It is the same position. It's Marcus Allen they're going with. Okay, there. sure. I, I I guess his best years were with the Raiders. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I remember, definitely a I Hall remember of Famer. him at late career as a chief. Yeah, right. Because it he was him, around. him he and was on Montana. The 49ers. And him and Montana were both on the Chiefs mm-hmm. after both being on the Niners. So yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, I think I, I think more people would agree with me. Probably Bo Jackson's probably the more iconic. I don't know about that at all. Really? Yeah, I mean, he's iconic, but is it the greatest running, like greatest player? There, I think you put Marcus Allen over Bo Jackson, don't you? <sighs> What I'm about so have biased. like three good years? I'm so biased I love Bo. He's one of my favorite well, and because ever. of the baseball stuff, you know. Yeah, like, and I'm running up a wall in the All Star yeah, game. Or, yeah, shit, so man. cool. He's the only player ever, ever in uh, in Major League history who scouts like unanimously gave him an 80 speed, like you know the 20 to yeah, 80 yep. scale. Yep. They yep. gave him an 80 speed and also an 80 arm. That's, That's never. Nuts. He's the only no, person. Normally, there. it's in like low 60s. So it would be a first round pick unbelievable yeah oh and he had 80 power jesus <laughs> who's next who you got the next one's fun i think oh by I- the way real quick this is a teaser until we get to the open picks plays a little nfl fluffer we're having fun we're having and fun. i do think you'll get this okay and i think i agree with it too what we it's got? the atlanta falcons the atlanta falcons i don't really know much about their franchise i would say matt ryan I'll give you a hint. Roll Tide. Julio? Really? Julio, yeah, I it guess has so. To be. I think yep. he's the best player they've ever totally. had. Totally. All think. right, ready? Chargers. Mm. Ladanian Thomason for me. Correct. Nice. Correct. Okay. Ravens. Ravens. Uh, hmm. Okay, so I'm up between two. And ironically enough, and maybe the only franchise in football 
that you could say the name of the franchise and I would be up between two and it would both be on the defensive side. Mm. Um, which do they, they pro- Ray Lewis probably has the, I would say Ed Reed, but I, I'm going to go Ray Lewis. You're correct. They call it Ray Lewis. Yeah. Even though I think Ed Reed might've been the correct call. Maybe. Yeah. It was incredible. Inc- insane, man. Um, all right. Rams. I I don't really think this is right, maybe, but I think they're going to say Kurt Warner. No, I'll give you a hint. Current day Ram. Really? Yeah. And Defense. Uh, <laughs> I guess Aaron Donald. That is correct, yeah. That's really? Have. I mean, I guess he's won, th- what, three? Defensive player of the year award. Yeah, or something? He's, like, he's ridiculous. I guess the Super Bowl. You know really... what? Here's the funny part. Here's what I, I want you to do. Think real I quick. agree with that. I, I do think too. I agree with it, but I didn't think that's what they would put. No, you know what? That's why I'm giving this a little credo here. I think it's got. The... Yeah, Here's what yeah, I want yeah. you to do. Because now that I'm thinking about it, do the first eight. I'll do the do my first eight. So we'll do sixteen this week and, and then sixteen we'll next. Save week. the other. Okay. Yeah, because right. this is really fun. This I'm is fun. This. this is fun. Okay. Um. And I, I think, uh, well, I won't say anything. Okay. The Bills, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. Uh, Jim Kelly. They got You're, Thurman Thomas? No. no. You're in the right era, though. All right. Um, Andre Reid? No. Is it a defenseman or a defense, yes. defensive player? Oh, what am I talking about? Yeah, Bruce Smith. Yeah. And I actually think I probably agree with it, although I think yeah, you, you no, could reasonably sure. give it to Thurman Thomas. But I think I'm actually a little Smith bit was... upset that I didn't have him come. Oh, that's mind. okay. Who thinks yeah. defense first? You know, but, but basically, though, it's somebody off that team. Well, <laughs> that, it, it, yeah, I mean, maybe someday we'll look back at that as insane, and it should definitely be Josh Allen. Right. But he's not there yet. He's still too young. Right. Yeah. For sure. He's All ridiculous. Right, about, this one's pretty much a uh, maybe the easiest we've had so far. Oh, really? Is, uh, Miami Dolphins. Dan Marino. Correct. Yep. I loved him growing up. I just love him because of Ace Ventura. You're a weird yeah, guy. Sure. Carolina Panthers. I think you'll get this. What? Oh, wait. Hold on. What to... would you know about pressure? Damn it. I had my Ace Ventura line set up. At... Carolina Panthers. Okay. Um, You're going to get it. Carolina Panthers. Thanks, Hasn't thanks, been around. Uh, they're not going to do Luke. Probably. Uh, oh, oh, uh, it's got to be Steve Smith. You got it. I knew you'd get it. Yeah. I mean, right? He's, it has to be. There's how no many names have you ever associated besides Keekley? And um, unfortunately, I'm missing his name, but the linebacker uh, that passed away, too, that was really good in the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, but yeah, yeah, Steve Smith. Steve Smith is the way but to Steve go. Smith. And, and, and what I love about Steve Smith is, and I'm not going to go on for a long time. I'll say like one sentence, but he was one of those guys. I would liken him to like a Heinz Ward type hmm. where he was they're They're all incredible athletes. I'm not saying, but like on the scale of like NFL wide receiver athleticism, like, you know, say, um, Think of guys like Jerry Rice. Think of Antonio Brown. Think of Megatron. He's not even in the conversation. He's not even in the conversation. In terms of long speed, 40 times, cone drills, Steve Smith was never, ever, ever going to be in the top. Dude made himself, man. It's just will. 
Dude. He just wanted it more. The ball was in the air. Steve Smith wanted it more than you did, and he was going to prove it by coming down shit. with that fucking ball. He didn't give a fuck about anything else. He was going to come down with some, some of my friends, especially when they beat us in uh, Eagles, that is, in the uh, NFC Championship game, but some of my friends used to be like, why do you love him? He's such an asshole. And I'm, I don't care. The way he plays. I used to love Steve Smith. And I, I still do. Think I think I've he's a great commentator him. on NFL Network. He, he's actually really good. And I yeah. don't, I really honestly don't think I've ever seen a receiver who wanted it more than Steve Smith. Never. A, lot of, a lot of my favorite receivers of all time, even before he got to the Eagles, my favorite receiver of all time is T.O. And people are like, that's ridiculous. I just love that's gamers, man. T.O. was like that. And I really think Heinz Ward, too. Like, and Heinz Ward, yeah. Guy. People who refuse to he's lose, not man. The, not, not the tall guy. Not that fast. By NFL standards, not that fast. Right. Not a great leaper, right? None of this. It didn't matter. He wanted 100%. it more. Quick update. Uh, Yankees tied it. It's going to the ninth, six up. But we'll see. Okay. I, but I, either, I still don't care. I still way, don't care. You're good on your bet. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota Vikings to you. Now, I, 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 it has to be Adrian Peterson. It's crazy because it's not, but That's it's, nice. it's not crazy, actually. No, this is, you're probably going to be like, okay, it's a toss up. It really is like, I mean, the other one, I guess, would be, well, are we going back in time? Because, I mean, uh, you can say there is a quarterback that you could say from back in you the could, day. You could, but it's but not I think him. it's Randy Moss. It is Randy Moss. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Certainly yeah. in terms of speed, right? I His rookie year was like none other with Randall. Um, him running past people, having four touchdowns a game, like left and right as a rookie, you just and people you passed can't on cover him. him. I mean, I don't know what you're supposed to it do. It was like if Snoop Dogg was, a, was athletic. Like, I don't know. How, what was, are you supposed to do? Like, mangly, lanky, even and if just you amazing even at the same if time. you somehow kept him from getting behind you, he's so tall, he's a better leaper than you. Like, he's just gonna get it in front of you, then he's still gonna get it 20 yards. Like, I don't know what you're supposed to do. I really don't. Yeah, know was there, uh, and I'm not just being funny here was there a uh a, th- a third yard like you're at the three yard line and uh, on third uh, i don't want to say third and goal whatever and goal from the three did that fade to the back corner of the end zone that like almost every fucking team does now if it's first and goal from the three every team uses one of them for the fade did that play really exist that much before randy moss I don't even know if he was that kind of a guy. Like he was more of a just speed it out and then go up and get it. But what was I just don't remember the fade being really that implemented in the I, I, early nineties. No, but I actually tell you, I, I gotta tell you, I hate that play. I do too. It's one of my most hated plays. It, it narrows down every possible yes, like a, a offensive like, position to just one. It is certainly true. I that hate it. It's if, my most hated football if, play. If executed perfectly. There's no defense for it. And that's why offensive coordinators like it, right? It's, I hate it, it. It, is, it is indefensible if it's executed absolutely perfectly and everything goes exactly right. Okay? Yep. So that's why they like it. But the truth is, is that what the fuck are the odds of that? Exactly. Happening? It's terrible. I hate it. I hate it. Um, uh, but I, I agree with you that I don't remember that play before him. But then again, I don't remember much of the NFL before him because <laughs> he was, I mean, his rookie year was what? Probably 98. I would say. I mean, I watched the NFL in the early '90s and even in the late '80s, but I was a kid. I don't. I don't. I guess I remember like snippets of things, right? But I don't remember like. 
I couldn't tell you about what kinds of plays were prevalent. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I just kind of remember watching John Elway and, and Steve Young and Joe Montana and Troy. Yeah, he, and it, 98 was his, his rookie year, Randy. Ready for this? Uh, uh, 69 receptions, right? Not a lot. Nice. For, let's say here, 1,313 yards, 17 touchdowns. He finished as the uh, AP Offensive Rookie of the Year and third in the AP MVP race. It's just bombs away, man. Six. Uh, how many times do you hear someone get 69 receptions and finish third in the MVP? This dude had Impossible. 19 yards per reception. Bonkers. Which means, you know those two that day when he had like a five-yard reception and got 10 yards off of uh, off a two uh, two. Oh, that dude had 42, 40. Oh, that's insane. Insane. All right. All right. Who you got next? Who did I just go? What was me? Randy? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Two so, two more left, right? Yeah, two Each. more left. Um, uh, so one of oh, yours is- are just toss-ups. This is unfair, but let's see what you got for me. You've got okay. Well, let's do this first one first. Um, I think you'll get it, but you might have to think for a sec. All right. But I think you'll get it. It's the Bears. Uh, water. Yes, aced it. It's got to nice be shot. right. Sweetness. Yeah, water. Definitely. Paint. Has to. Yeah, be. yeah. Um, uh, I he's probably my first remembered running back as a kid, like watching and like superstar athlete. Uh, in the NFL was probably Water Payton, and it's probably him and and um and uh, who am I saying here? Why is his name escaping me? Jerry Rice's fucking quarterback. Why is it escaping me? Joe Montana. Joe Montana. It was so weird. Anyway, uh, because they were like big at the time and the Bears remember, and the Niners and all that. I remember that too. And I think Pey- I remembered Walter Payton. My, in my memory is that it wasn't that he was lightning fast. It was that no. he would always break tackles. Yeah, he was smooth. But as I got, I still believe to this day, and this is a bar talk segment like none other. Uh, I think the best running back of all time was Barry Sanders. I still do, by the way. I still do. So do I. Um, Really? So do I. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So is that a shock to me or you or anybody? I mean, me and you always. It shouldn't be that shocking. But he certainly no one's had his explosiveness and, and electric. He, nobody's been so electric like him. Insane. Never. I mean, granted, he could run backwards for a 20-yard loss. But he's it's because of his talent. And he's just trying to, I don't know. But um, all right, you want to talk about the world's biggest, easiest toss-up ever? The Patriots. <laughs> right? <laughs> Tom Brady. Yeah, man. We're not even going to talk about that. Fuck him. 41-33. Wait, wait. One, two, three, four, five. No, I've only done six. I Oh, me too. Me too. We have two more left each. Yeah, great. Now, this next one, I will be honest. I have not heard of this person. I don't know who he is. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of him. All right. Who we got? Uh, So this is the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, It's the offensive line in Munoz. You got it. Anthony Munoz? Yeah. Is it Anthony? Is his first name? Yeah, Anthony Munoz. Yeah, yeah he is a – he is probably the I, – I don't know if he played center or tackle, but he was, like, the best at what he did forever. Okay. He was oh, the for Jeff sure. Saturday of his of his time. No, he's better. He's, like, for Jeff. <laughs> Jeff Saturday. <laughs> I want to see if he I, – I guess he was a tackle. I, I don't think he'd be – yeah, he was a tackle. Okay. He was the but Jason he, Peters of his day. He perhaps. was insane. Yeah, yes. More so. I mean – Maybe the best offensive tackle of all time. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
All right, here we go. Uh, New Orleans Saints. Okay. Um, you know, look, recency bias is a thing, so I'm trying to think back in time. Am I missing anyone, or is it Drew Brees? I'm going to say it's Drew Brees. It is Drew Brees. Okay. Very good. Very good. All right, what do you got? All right, last one for me. That is eight, right? Yes. Last one for me. I think you'll get it. Okay. Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. Oh, my God. Cleveland Browns. Um, oh, uh, Jim Brown. Yeah. Or, I, I yeah, was going to say, if yeah. you need a hint, he, he is considered by many people yeah. the greatest NFL player of all time. I was just thinking, <laughs> so. yes. Yeah. I was just like, I was just thinking, I almost said Bernie Kosar for sure. a second. Yeah. <laughs> because like, after, no, after him, it could be Kosar. I mean, who else, or, right? right? right yeah, I'm sure there are some ancillary players that are amazing, like a couple guards or something that were fantastic. Sure. But, uh, yeah, Actually, I don't know. No, Kozar led them to a Super Bowl. Granted, they lost, but still, like a bad. Did they get to right? a Super Bowl? I think there was an AFC Championship game they lost maybe, to Elway. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, but nevertheless, here's your last: the New York Football Giants. Okay, I mean, to me, it's Lawrence Taylor. But let me just think first before I make that my answer. I mean, that was just like a snap. Yeah, I'm gonna say Lawrence Taylor. You are correct, my okay. friend. Well done. Very good. That was a fun little NFL fluffer. It was fun. Damn, I can't wait to. One I really did not think you were going to get, Anthony Munoz. You nailed. So did we go 16 for 16 there? Uh, I don't. I think I got one wrong, I believe. No, I don't think you did. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you did. You said Matt Ryan instead of Julio. Yeah. Yeah. So you went, I believe, eight for eight. But very good. We'll finish the last 16 teams next week. That was fun, and uh, by this time next week, I will absolutely have whatever the dirtiest thing Woodman said earlier. Uh, I believe I have it at 35 minutes. And wow, we really spent seven, uh, 18 minutes on that, John. How about that? But nevertheless, it was fun. Um, let's talk some golf before we get the fuck out of here this week. Yeah, man. Uh, have you in- been enjoying Andy Lack's content as much as I I've always been? enjoy Andy? I gave, gave him a shout out earlier on Twitter. He went okay. ahead and said thanks for that. And uh, even his boy who was on the show with him this week went ahead and liked that shit. Um, Andy Lack always fucking He also guested this week on um, that show with Boston Capper. If you're interested, I missed the Boston Capper show. You I got check it you. out. If you get you know it, what? Yeah. We got to reach out. We got to get the Capper on this fucking show because that dude's badass. It. He'd be into it. I think he would be into it. I, I got to get more with you. Really nice. You know, and you as well. Don't sell yourself short, my friend. But well, uh, he wouldn't like my bloviations. But yeah, well, just make sure you don't bloviate on him. Nevertheless, the Open Championship is at St. Andrews, which uh, many will argue is the most beautiful course, uh, golf course in the world. Uh, I've never been. I won't be. But um it's a Lynx course, which the aforementioned Andy Lack informed us last year about just, when just, we talked about the uh, Open. Sorry, just to clarify here for the for the crowd, <laughs> Brian is does not hate you Brits or Scots. It's not about no. that. It's that he I would love get, to be over he, there, sit in a pub. He, yeah, he just with some overcast actually, day. You would, you would actually. I would fucking I've been love to it. England a bunch of times. Oh, like, I would love it. You would love it. It's absolutely your style. Yeah. The issue would be. I would love to actually be in a place where my aero... teeth is way better than theirs. <laughs> but the issue is that you have to get onto an aeroplane to get there. I'm not a plane guy. It's not going to be. Not I, you know what? And if I would ever get on a plane again, I would like to at least know that when we crash, that it would be instant death because I'm hitting the ground instead of water. 
Okay. So if there was like a five mile long, like just, I guess then again, it would just be a long ass bridge or, or a landmass and I wouldn't have to take the plane. But if there was just like a strip that would last all the way to Ireland and Europe or England and the plane only had to fly over that, I'd be fine. That's incorrect as well. It doesn't seem to be forthcoming. (laughs) Well, neither is me going to fucking St. Andrews. (laughs) So there you go. But the old course beckons, Brian. And uh, yes, it does. Look at you with the old course. <laughs> Two years ago, the Woodman doing what right now on July thirteenth, twenty twenty, dodging the COVID germs <laughs> like fucking a Pac Man trying to eat the power pellets before Indeed. the ghost gets them. Indeed. But now all of a sudden he's talking about the old course. Before you know it, the RNA is going to come out of his mouth, and old Tom, whatever the guy who designed the course. There was an old and there was a young Tom, but nevertheless, on the old course, Woodman, go ahead and bloviate. No, you were just going to say, I mean, I think you were going to talk about the course. Like they're saying that, yeah. I guess there's not a lot of um, space. Like it's, it's tight, right? No, so- I think it's the opposite. It's very open. It's like the links style, but the thing is the holes merge okay, in like a weird merge. way. It's almost like watching a, uh, two cells get together like there are there are like four like greens that are literally the same for two holes you know what i mean yes but the fairways for the most part are very wide open sure sure but if you miss them you're not in rough you're in like reeds you know okay okay it's crazy so that's where you want to get that's why uh, Andy was talking too, but it, it at first it was like, well, you don't want to go ahead and just back the bombers because at the same time they could make the yardage, they could fucking pull or slice one like crazy and then they're in the shit. So maybe you want to just back the guys that are the accurate guys yeah. and, you know, and the and the good iron guys. But then they talk themselves kind of into a, and not they meaning Andy and his shows, just everything I've listened to. Then you back talk and you go, yeah, but you got to look about the, 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 the difference in strokes gained versus this and that and the other. When, if you are a bomber and say you have a shitty hole, but then all of a sudden you hit one accurate as shit. And now you're like on the fringe yeah, on a par four. You might, you might get an Eagle. Exactly. Right. So, it's it's a weird dichotomy that's going on. Yeah. The wind doesn't seem right now, knock on wood, that it yeah. seems like right now they're calling for maybe 10 to 15 miles per hour wind, which, as you know, in an open is like nothing. Yeah, that's actually a storyline uh, they're saying is that um, this is some of the best weather mm. in terms of wind and, and such that they've ever had probably right for this championship. So that's amazing. Yeah, so as far as the course is concerned, it's the old course on St. Andrews. A lot of really intricate things, but for the most part, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to like step on what you were saying, but from know. what I understood is that a lot of it is spacious, but then dangerous. Yeah, and Andy had that one stat that I thought was really interesting. Oh man, this is a crazy stat. It's a crazy stat. Let me pull and it up. guess what? I don't know who you picked to win, but my extra open pick here is going to go right along with what you are uh, about to pull out here, brother. Nine of the last 10 winners at St. Andrews 
have. Is it St. Andrews or the Open? St. Andrews. Wow. Nine of the last 10 winners at St. Andrews have had a top three finish at some point in the career. It could have been well before, but still. Nine of the last 10 winners at St. Andrews have had a top three finish at Augusta. How about that? At the Masters. I just, I really, as much as you want to say, like, I'm all over this guy and this guy and this guy who are huge underdogs, I do kind of get the sense this one, this is one where I'm leaning into. Oh, boy. Uh, at least for my main my main pick, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna lead into a favorite here, and then I do have a nice bonus pick, and I'll give you some different reasons for that. That has nothing to do with what I just said. Let me hear your favorite, then I'll give you my guy, and then I don't have anything else really because I do have a lot of. I have a top forty parlay that I've already done, but it's not going to be but, applicable for this podcast. Exactly, our listeners can't. Tell I have a lot of weird shit. It, yeah. But uh, I want to give you the guy who I think that you, when you listen to this podcast, you could probably still get it for around the same because maybe he hasn't even teed off yet. Uh, but go ahead. Let's see who are you going yeah, Rory? I'm going Rory uh, for I sure. Think, yeah. I, I do think like there is definitely, first of all, Andy says Rory's going to win. I also think uh, when, when someone is in the top five this much at these majors at some point it has to break through. And I think that he and I and he hasn't given you any reason to think that he, it's it's mental or there's anything wrong. Oh no, he's there mentally. He's, he's right there, and you know, just hasn't had all the breaks and everything like that. And I also think, you know, being from there and everything, I just think it's due, man. Well, he's from right across in in Ireland. Now you got him at what ten to one? Yeah, I got him at ten yeah. to one. So the, I think the best point I heard was. Uh, I don't know one of Andy's shows, but um, if it was the guy from overseas or not. But they said because Andy was like, "Look, gun to my head, I'm I'm picking Rory. I think he's going to win this, and that's great." Ten to one. The, the thing about golf that's so interesting, he's the odds-on favorite, and he's ten to one. <laughs> and to me, it's like I'm not fucking picking him. It's right. ten. It's ten to one. But if you look anywhere else, you're looking at baseball lines, and it's like, oh, plus ten, plus fucking a thousand. They suck. You know, it's just crazy. But yeah. and obviously that and makes I, sense. And why, I'll just but. say, guys, like that is actually my official third pick. That's oh. for this week. That's it. Oh. Oh. And that's the bottom line. Holy fucking Moses. A, t- a plus yeah. one thousand. Yep. Beautiful thing. He's going with Roy. All right. Well, this is my bonus. Pick. And he's going to win. He's going to win the tournament. I'm going to I'm going to be correct. This is an amazing thing. You know what? And I, I'm going to say I don't think he is. I don't. Um, I think he is a top or a safe top 20 pick, top 10 pick maybe, but I, I could see him in a top 20 more where he's been doing this thing where he's just going to be in it and he might be leading and in, going into Saturday, but then he'll have a terrible one round and he'll have an amazing Sunday to all of a sudden, you know, be two behind. But I hope he proves me wrong because I will be following our boy here and I would love to eat my words. Now, one guy that I'm not too far off on. Uh, that I was just thinking about this course. And like I mentioned before about like off the tee, is it, is it, is it bomber central? Are they going to be good or bad? Oh, wait, but this a bomber will be good because of this. Oh wait, but it'll be bad because of this. Oh, an accuracy guy will be good because of this. Oh wait, but it'll be bad because of this. And I was like, you know what? Why are we just focusing on the tee? Why are we just looking at the tee box? And I don't know if you remember this wood man, but when we had uh, Andy Lack on, for the U.S. Open, yeah, earlier this year, 
I had a question that I just really enjoyed how quick he responded and how firmly he responded. And it had nothing to do with the U.S. Open. I mean, obviously, it's a major. The greens are going to be difficult in any major and almost every competition on, on the tour, but especially in the majors and especially at St. Andrews. You have some weirdly propped greens, undulating in weird spots. Four-footers are not guaranteed. Aren't they all um, running really hard, too? Like the Running greens? super fast. Yeah. So I asked him, I said, if, if, if you could pick one golfer in the world right now for an eight-foot putt needs to sink it, who would it be? And he, I, I barely even finished that sentence. And I don't know if you remember. He said Cameron Smith. I said, really? He yeah. said Cameron Smith. He did. And I said, okay. And I, 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 I don't know why. When I thought about this tournament and I saw a lot of the old school highlights about the tournament, they kept showing when they were, you know, they would do these packages on St. Andrews. And one of the packages would just be about how difficult it is, and, you know, hyping up the tournament. And, and one of them, what's that? And it is. Yeah, right. And they would show the bunker, the pop bunker, especially on 17, the road hole and all. But all the pop bunkers. But they would also show a shit ton of guys missing fucking, like, tap-ins or four-footers. Famously, Phil Mickelson. Famously. Phil Mickelson famously missed right. so, so many tap-ins. So you got, you got a lot of the famous ones, but you also have a lot of the ones that, you know, from people who are six over and have no shot at making Saturday, but they're still missing four-footers. So... Why is putting not the focus? I haven't even actually heard, and I'm not calling out nothing, but I haven't heard putting talked about on any of the podcasts that I've listened to this week. Zero. I think Andy mentioned it on his one DraftKings special that he did with that guy. Yeah, it, uh, the Bose. But yeah, yeah but they didn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I don't think they talked about it like at great length or anything. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't hear putting like hit on that much. It, it looked like it wasn't a, a focus, and I get it. You know, the you don't want to get caught in the shit. And you got pop bunkers and they're intimidating and all. But to me, when it comes to like you can you can really fuck yourself on on Thursday and Friday by missing a couple short putts. And if Cam Smith is the best putter in the world, give me that motherfucker to win the the open at plus two thousand is where I'm at on him right now. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm hoping he wins because that would make a nice pretty penny for me. But I got Cam Smith, and uh, that's the reason why. Woodman. What, what was the number that you got on plus him? Plus 2,000. I, he's 19 on uh, FanDuel. He's 20 on DraftKings. Great. That's a really good number. Now, I'm really excited about your fun one here. Yeah, my fun one is uh, as a guy who maybe not everyone knows his name because he's not. Uh, you know, he's, he's, from New- he's, he's from New Zealand, and um, he's not a big name. Uh, yet, I don't think. But oh, he... if you're a golf fan, you know. Are you talking about Louie? No, oh. I'm not talking about Louie. I'm talking about Ryan Fox. Oh, boy. What? So he was mentioned by, by Andy as kind of like one of his, like, oh, I might I might think about it, you know, on the, on the, but like, but he, I got him at plus 8,000 here. Um, wow. By you're the time you guys way. listen to this, this you, so... you won't be able to tell me, but I also took, I also put five bucks on him just at, at plus 650 sure. to make the top 10, which I really like. Um, but I put another five on him at plus 8,000, which I'm really enjoying here. Um, you know, so Ryan. Ryan uh, can I give you an update here? So where did you put, where did you put that, that uh, it was, to win on? It was DK. Okay. Well, guess what? What? It is now 
plus sixty five hundred. Wow. In other words, that was only you're, in a other words, of hours you're not ago. the only one. Yeah. Sharp uh, money is going on Ryan Fox. Yeah. Uh look, he he's he's got a win already this year. Um Love this. Uh, uh he's here's his his last six starts, okay? His last six tournaments. Tied for second, fifty-fourth, second, missed the cut, third, and then second. I got news for you. Let's not scoff at uh, look the the you got him at eight, right? Yeah, and uh, he's at six at six point five on on DraftKings now. As I speak, let's not scoff at the top ten pick that you called for plus six fifty. But if I would tell you one of my picks is a plus six fifty, you'd be all over. I think I'm going to follow your top ten, John. Just be happy with every wins. More yeah. power to the Woodman. Right. No, you're right. Plus six fifty is great. But I'm loving the game. fact to root. Let me root for one of our guys to win it. And then let me root for this cat. I'd fuck it. That'd be amazing, dude. Great call. Why don't we make that the official bonus pick? Is 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 him at, at plus six fifty? And you can I back you, it. You, and I you back can, it. We can hold it against me if he doesn't finish in the top ten. I'll take the L. That's fine. Uh, no, no. Uh, it's a bonus I, pick, I, right? I do fun. well. I love nah, it. Great bonus call. picks still count, though, man. I'll count it. I'll count, dude. Of course, my money's where my mouth is. I mean 100%. what I say on this show. And by the way. Uh, it's not just that I'm telling you the things I'm betting. I'm telling you the things I have confidence in. I bet a lot more stuff than I mentioned on this show, right? My picks on this show have my word behind them because I believe in them. Yep. You know? And they're the first. And they made also bets. have my money yeah. behind them too. Hundred percent. But they also have my word behind them, so it's both things. Yeah. So if just one saying. of these picks loses, as in my fucking one double spash, you're not the only one that lost money. I'll tell you that. Yeah, um, it happened. I don't know if that okay. brings solace or not. A little bit. I mean, it's, you know, it happens, bro. Ah, oh, dude, you can't always expect to win. The thing is, when you, the, with our show, and I think we can verify this, is you can't expect to win. You can expect not to lose, if that makes sense. You're just, you're not going to be out a, a shit ton of money or even any money. You, but let's just have some fun. Oh. If you're, if you're looking to make an investment, then, you know. Sorry, I, I left out one last piece on Ryan Fox. He, Let me hear it. He's number four currently in Europe. He's number four. Really? Yeah. Is he a European tour player or he's been winning? Yeah, he's PGA? on the European tour. Wow. Oh, fucking Woodman pulls He's good. You're a tour player to win the fucking open. He could do oh, it. I love it. I love it, dude. It's fun. He's and he's look, he's known as what he was he known for? Irons and putting. You know, and I think that's what's going to be necessary this weekend here. Uh, I'm getting a, a, a Woody of myself <laughs> listening to you talk about Ryan Fox's irons and putting. I think it moved. <laughs> My I think, word. I think he'll sink a few putts and, and make it interesting. And I like How him. about that? But, uh, but ultimately. You like your New, New Zealanders. Let's put it that way. <laughs> My Kiwis. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> ultimately, dude, uh, I don't actually think he's going to win. Because I think Rory McIlroy is going to win this tournament. Right, so top ten Ryan Fox, Royal Mac, Rory Mac, Royal, Rory Mac, McElroy, uh winner, and you're looking good. I'll still like what, my buddy. cam. Here, let me throw you this little tidbit. If both of those things happen, I deserve some sort of props next week. Uh, hell yeah! Okay. Real quick, as we get out of here, last thing we're gonna say in this show, I'm gonna ask you, Tiger Woods, does he make the cut? 
you just almost can't imagine him doing it, but yet he's surprised us so many times in his career. I, he's won at St. Andrews twice. He has. That's a he's long time the, ago. Yeah, if, if Bombers are going to be successful, that's the thing. Once again, if they will be successful this year, then he will make the cut, but we'll see. I My guess is he does not make the cut. Wow. You're going no. I'll say yes, and that's how we're going to end the show. Woodman. It's been a great time. This was fun, buddy. Love you, brother. We'll catch up with everybody next week, right? See you guys. All right. Jump the Sharp at Jump the Sharp on Twitter. Happy everything. Peace the fuck out.